0: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT and T.
1: Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast "How Rude Tanneritos. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first. Like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes and colors. JCPenney make everybody count.
0: 21 do your thing 21 do your thing do your thing do your thing 21 21 anyway Drake, the most memeable artist of all time. I I don't... He's very memeable. And, I mean, he's like, yo, meme me all the way to the bank. So, he's fine with it. Teamed up with the ATL by way of London shooter 21 Savage. Put out a collab album called Her Loss. And this here episode ain't really about the memeable Drake. This is about 21. And recently, which... Here's what's crazy. The statement that I'm about to use to help us understand what's going on with the Republicans is something that I thought I'm surprised it made the waves it made, you know, and almost the waves it made is is proof that 21 is probably wrong, which is what we're going to get into a little later. So 21 was on Clubhouse, which I did not know was still a thing. Apparently it is. If you don't know, Clubhouse is like an app where basically it's like a party line where you can group chat and you can listen into the group chat, but it's audio. So it's like being on a big old like talking sesh. It's like a group text, only it's audio and uh and you can listen in the audience of so these fools like talking about stuff. It's anyway. I I thought it was dead, but apparently it's not. Uh which may say something about me. But anyway. They were talking about Nas. If you don't know, Nas is the Queens rapper legend. I I can't understate the legendness about Nas, and I'm gonna get into what I mean by that a little later. But Nas had just released an album called King's Disease 3. Now Nas's first record was 94 Illmatic. So for him to still be releasing albums that we're still talking about. Is Jay Z level aging? You know what I'm saying? Like fine wine, and he's not slowed down. He sounds incredible. Doesn't sound like an old dude. He linked up with this dude named Hit Boy out here from from the IE, and shout out my homeboy Jan Sport J, who's been uh, like co-producing with Hit Boy. Uh, so anyway, he's been releasing these like really incredible records: The King's Disease, uh, one, two, and three. Anyway, in this clubhouse talk, 21 was saying man Nas is not relevant that he's not relevant he's just has a loyal ass fan base and keeps putting good ass music out so Nas is not relevant he's just got a really loyal fan base and is making really good music so in 21's mind that's not a diss that's, in his mind, it's a statement of fact. He's giving the OG his flowers. That is amazing music. He has an incredible fan base. I wish we all could have a credible fan base. It ain't relevant, though. Yeah, old oh, man is his argument. And that, like, I did not, I would think something like that because I thought Nas, you're right, I thought Nas was just for the old heads. I was offended. <laughs> but I understood what the young dude meant. And then that was, that statement made headlines. 21 Savage says Nas is not relevant. But it led me to the question is like, well, what the hell does relevant mean? Because out your mouth, you just said, (laughs) he got a loyal fan base and is making incredible music. And the statement Was covered in all of the hip-hop culture outlets Wouldn't that mean he's relevant? (laughs) What the hell do you mean by relevant? Is he popular? I mean, what are you trying to say by that? And I guess after the midterms We could ask the same question about Donald Trump Hood politics, y'all! What's up, y'all? Welcome to this next episode of HUB Politics. We post midterms. That red wave was more like a red ripple. You know what I'm saying? And I think what's super interesting about this recent midterms is that ain't nobody happy. Nobody. Everybody. Everybody feel like they got second place, you know, which is an interesting hot take on where our politics are now, and that maybe both of these parties need to start listening to the people for which they're supposed to be representing because neither one of y'all made neither one of y'all constituents very happy. Everybody feel like they got a consolation prize, but that's not what this episode is about, which is a topic that should be an episode by itself. I want to talk about Donald Trump's report card. Now, supposedly tonight, now this is uh November 15th today, right now? Wait, let me make sure it's the 15th. This is in real time. Don't edit this out, Matt, because it's even funnier. Yeah, it is the 15th. So this is the 15th. Uh, Trump posted to make some sort of announcement about his presidency, but this is before that. So I don't know that. But since Trump got a big mouth, he always be writing checks his, by with his mouth that his booty can't uh, cash, which is a very black statement. He be making these midterms report cards on him. He make whatever. When Sometimes when you make everything about you, it's going to bite you in the ass later. So he made this a report card about him. So the question is like, all right, does your co-sign work? You know, does your co-sign plus people talking about your talking points do it work? And the the question remains, okay, well, three of your candidates that were like election denying candidates, Katie Hobbs is the. The Democrat in Arizona won the governor race against um, Carrie Lake, uh, who was straight up election denier. Like, y'all niggas is cheating, lady. She lost in Arizona. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like Liz Cheney out here flexing. You feel me? Blake Masters, Mark Fitchum. There are these three candidates who was like all up on that election denial. Them niggas lost their race. And then there's a fourth, Abraham uh, Hamaday. I think that's how you say his name. He like, it's too close to call, but he losing. Um, I mean, I don't know by the time this came out. So that's like, yo, that's 0 for 4, fam. So as you may be seeing in the um, sort of the papers, like, you know, we might have a Trump problem. Like, nigga, okay. Y'all really... <sighs> Word. Anyway... But it forces to ask the question about what is relevancy. Now, let's get back to uh, 21 and Nas because that's more fun.
2: Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked.
0: So 21, you know, these, I don't know how plugged in y'all are. Uh, 21 Savage is, I mean, he's a very popular rapper. And Drake is one of the three biggest, you know, the the trinity of of hip hop, you know, that's on the top. Drake, Kendrick, Cole, like, you know, these are the, it's your, your, your trinity, you know. Anyway, for the statement 21 is making to be so egregious to a lot of us is you have to understand who Nas is okay and if you don't know let me give you a brief history so Nas used to go by Nasty Nas right and when he was 19 years old he put out this record called Illmatic and Illmatic top to bottom he Nas was a prodigy like he just Out of Queens, he's repping Queensbridge He put Mob Deep on Nas was this raspy Kind of baritone His pocket was so different Than everybody else's He became the voice of New York Of like street rap Knowledge, street knowledge Right And Illmatic Arguably, well actually inarguably It's pretty, there's a few things that You know, no one denies in Hip hop if you've been around long enough of course generational changes may happen but the truth is Illmatic is in the top five greatest albums in like full length records it's in the top five of all of hip-hop history like people throw around "goat" greatest of all time I think people use it too frivolously I I do not like how many times people say goaded and stuff like that I'm like do you do you hear what you're saying you saying greatest of all time like y'all throw the word around too much so when I say it I mean it Illmatic, and this is, listen, you listening, I'm a a L.A. boy. So for me to admit that this Queens rapper is, Illmatic's one of the greatest records. Okay, so you want to know the rest of the Pantheon here. Lauryn Hill's Miseducation, the Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. It's undeniable. I don't know what to tell you. It's undeniable. People argues Tribe Called Quest, whether it's uh, Low End Theory or Midnight Marauders, that's in the, these are, it's undeniable right? These records are perfect. Illmatic's one of them. It's just, it's perfect. And then people would say the Carter, like one of the Carter, like the Carter four, you know, Lil Wayne. It's it's a perfect record. Illmatic is in there. Now, Nas has been dropping records throughout this whole time. Now, while all this is happening, Jay-Z is becoming a star, right? But (laughs) Jay-Z's early years He wasn't this like larger than life mogul that he he grew into that. Jay-Z was a Brooklyn rapper who just wanted to get put on jazz and mataz. He wasn't the one that y'all know of now that, you know, the picture of cool, the boss, the billionaire. He wasn't. He wasn't that then. Nas was the king. Nas, 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 Nas is the king of the show. Like Nas was the king of the show. We all followed Nas. Uh, and then he had a series of dud records. First, well, then the next one was, it, it was written that had this, the If I Rule the World, the song with Lauryn Hill and him, If I Rule the World. Classic, right? Then he did the thing, you know, on one of the records, Nostradamus with with Puffy. You can hate me now. Uh, uh, Bet you can't stop now. But there was a series of duds that Nas put out. Then, you know, when people say, yo, you got ethered, you heard that phrase, like ether, it's this idea of like, if somebody just kind of like, you know, killed it, like ether, you know, that it became a phrase. Ether is actually a Nas song because Jay-Z dissed him and ultimately the argument was like, well, Jay-Z kind of won the war because uh, he became, you know, the hove that we know, but he took a shot at Nas Right. Because and one of the killer killer lines was like Nas's track record is like you got 10 albums and only two good ones. So that's eight out of 10 of your albums are trash. Like that was that was kind of the argument that they made about Nas. But Nas came back from this other with another album called Stillmatic with a song called Got Yourself a Gun, which we talked about in one of our episodes. But on that was a song called Ether godson across the belly you prove you lost already and that song probably still as far as like diss tracks on a record it's we it's again inarguable it was the one of the greatest comebacks the greatest haymaker in hip-hop like no this it became a verb because the name of the song was ether so when you ethered something, when you ether that person, you're doing what Nas did to Jay-Z. That's what, you understand? So he's royalty, right? Then he took this hiatus, you know, then they did the like 25 year anniversary of Illmatic and he meets up with this 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 kid named Hitboy. Now Hitboy is, you know, he's in his 20s. He landed a few tracks with like uh, Nip and was like, but he comes out of, the Inland Empire. Local dude, freakishly talented. He locks in with Nas and then he starts making these albums. And usually when a person hits this stage in their career and you start trying to rap on some of like the young dudes production, you sound like an old head trying to sound young. It rarely works. However, it's like he's aging in reverse. He's not missing a step. He sounds dope on these like young boy kind of drums. It sounds like him, you know, Hit boy understands to not put him on something that 21 would rap on, to not sound like Drake, put him on something that he would sound good on, but sounds current. That's yeah, I remember hip hop is so young in in the grand scheme of things. This is unheard of. Nas's I don't know, comeback? Can you call it that? I you because he had been consistently putting out albums. Now, granted, as you one could argue, right? That those albums he had been putting out pre-Hitboy were Albums for the heads. They was albums for the hip-hop heads that just love him, that understand Illmatic, that understand Stillmatic. Nostradamus, which was you know, but it it was written, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop is dead was one of his records. He'd been consistently putting out albums that, yeah, they weren't getting the critics' accolade that these albums are. But this renaissance of his has He's actually set now a pathway forward for elder statesmen in hip hop. He has proven longevity. He has proven that your skills, because to have a career to put out an album in 94 and to put out an album in 2022. That isn't just reminiscent of how you sounded. It's, People aren't doing that. The Roots have been consistently putting out albums. It's kind of not the same, though. What Nas has done is remarkable. Now, 21 Savage, he's 30 years old. That means he was born in 1992. So he was two years old when Illmatic came out. Now, unless he's a crate digger, you, which is a phrase a lot of y'all don't understand. Um, damn, I'm getting old. Anyway, we'll go back to that later. Now, he, he's 30, which means he's not a young boy as far as like hip hop is concerned, but he's from the new, from the new guard. I mean, he was born in 1992. So yeah, he was two years old when when Illmatic came out. You know, 12 years old and still Maddox. So like, he don't know the story around blueprint versus stillmatic he don't know them stories unless he did his homework right what he knows is what makes a person like relevant if you will is trend setting fashion is you know social media is is You know what I'm saying? Do you walk into the city and everybody, you know, everybody stop and pause? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got the paparazzis around you. You know, he just know he know rock star because that's the young folks. That's the new generation of hip hop. Like you, you supposed to be a rock star. So when he mean relevant, he mean that. Nas is different. Nas come from a different generation. If a, a a good comparison in politics would be like, and I'm not calling this nigga Mitch McConnell, but it would be like a Mitch McConnell, or or you know what, better yet, think about it like this: the mobsters from Sicily, or like a John Gotti, because John Gotti and them, they was gaudy, you know, they was loud, they had the fancy suits, and you know what I'm saying, and you you, you know what I'm saying, you was you was out on the town with the big you know expensive Lexuses, but them but them OGS. Them OGs from Sicily, they move quiet, they move low, they 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 understated, but they got shooters everywhere. There's a story that uh, Snoop tells about Nas when they was in when they was in Vegas. It's such a dope story. It was during like the 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 Tupac years, right? So they said they was all at this party, right? And he saw Nas, and Tupac saw Nas, right? And Snoop's watching the whole thing. And Nas walks up to Pac, right? And Pac being Pac, right? And Snoop says, Now listen, I'm a gangbanger. So I I see what's happening. Like he's like, Nas is with nobody, but he's not with nobody. Y- you follow me? So Nas is alone, but he ain't alone. Meaning he got people all around. So so Snoop peeping game because he's like I'm a gangbanger I know how this works so so when he run up to so when he run up to uh, Pac Nas gives him love like what's up man you know it's all love it's all this and all that right and uh, you know I respect you man I love what you're doing and Pac pop, pop off and Pac pop, pop off like nah man you from the east I diss you I diss them I diss Biggie fuck your coast fuck everybody so he pops off. Right, but Pac rolling deep at the time, but Pac don't know, according to Snoop, Nas is rolling deep. So he say, Snoop tell the story like, Nas say, Okay. All right, cool then, whatever, it's love. So Nas walks away. And Pac feel like, yeah, I punked that nigga. And then but Snoop was like, No, Nas let us slide. And so you hear what I'm trying to tell you. The OGs move different. He said, no, Nas, let us go. That's the elder statesman Nas is. So you ask me, who's more of a gangster? Who won that moment? So if you Mitch McConnell or you Donald Trump, who more of a gangster? Who running things? You know, we was talking all this time about like Joe Biden or Joe Manchin. Who really running things here? We Some, some people move different. But you asking me who, who's relevant? Now, when you drop the name Nas, is my 17-year-old going to know? I don't know. I dropped the name 21 Savage. My 17, year yeah, she probably going to know that. So in his mind, that's what relevant means. I'm asking you, what does relevant mean? And I think this is the question that the GOP is asking. What does relevant mean? Now, am I saying Nas is Trump? Hell no. But what I'm saying is, well, let's look at the scoreboard. Because what's interesting is the statement out of 21's mouth, which is he's got a loyal fan base. Uh, check. And Nas is making incredible music. That is undeniable I got this theory That If you In this In this time of being canceled You can't be messy And mediocre (laughs) You Like If you messy You gotta be Undeniably incredible Right So uh, Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle's undeniable The man was on Saturday Night Live This past weekend And was dropping gems like, he's... I don't know what to tell you. He got all... you got all them trans. Like, he be saying some messy shit. But let me tell you something. The man is undeniable. Uh, I don't throw around the word goat. He on the list, though. Why Chris Brown lasts so long? Because he's just so good. Yee. That's just... You can't, when you press play. I just... I don't know what to tell you. That's why we put up with the shit. Because he's not... me. Because it's... It's incredible R. Kelly same thing Why we put up with it he's just really Good now people Crack jokes about the baby right now Now I'm not here To drag the baby but I tell you what Or even the, you know the $22 for his tickets on Eventbrite The buy one get one free everybody got jokes About him falling off you know I mean it's a great deal like if you a baby fan This is a great deal Like don't be, don't be falling off And maybe you do Maybe he can't sell tickets no more. This let me tell you why. Because you can't be messy and mediocre. Your music has to be, now I'm I calling the baby mediocre. I'm saying he a little underdeveloped as far as I'm concerned. I feel like the man that put out the same song three times. Now that's me. But he probably got a loyal fan base. Cause somebody buying them tickets. You feel me? Somebody buying them tickets. So my question is like, yo, if you got a loyal fan base, you could still get 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 people in a room. And they still vibing with your stuff. You still dropping bars. Whatever relevant means don't matter. Do it. (laughs) Nas is doing fine. So let's do the report card about Trump because Trump want to be both Four of your candidates who was on the election denial shit lost. I, maybe you not dropping bars no more, but that don't mean you're not. I mean, you got a loyal fan base. Let's look at the rest. So according to Reuters and U.S. News and World Report, right, you had 12. Trump-backed candidates, 12 prominent endorsements, right, where he was loud and proud about endorsing these people, uh, which started with primary challenges to incumbent Republicans, okay? Four won their election in Tuesday, right, out of 12, and then two lost, right? Three remained uncalled, and three lost their primaries, okay? So winners, J.D. Vance. He won the U.S. Senate in Ohio. Okay, Um, Ted Budd won Senate seat in uh, North Carolina. Okay, Uh, Russell Fry won South Carolina. And so that's who you. So those are the ones we know now who lost Mehmet Oz, of course. Right. I mean, what was you going to do with that? I don't even know why you backed that man in the first place. John Gibbs. Uh, lost his bid for Michigan's district, which is crazy. To be determined is Herschel. I cannot, still can't get over the fact that that mug is in a runoff. Like how is we, uh, how is we there? Joe Kent, he's seeking to seeking uh, Washington's third uh, congressional district, right? Losers in primaries is Lauren Culp. Uh, David Perdue went up against Georgia's incumbent Republican, Brian Kemp, right? He lost to Kemp. Now, what's interesting about that is Kemp is a Republican. He just stayed clear of Trump. Right. Katie Arl- uh, Arrington, Right. She challenged the Republican uh, representative Nancy Mace and lost. Right. Is that man still relevant? I mean, we all thought that, like, the Trump cosign was the cheat code. That's what we thought. And then lastly, I mean, the question of relevancy really kind of, in my mind, plays out with Ron DeSantis, which, again, you're not fooling nobody. (laughs) That's DeSantos. Maybe it's not. It sure do sound like it to me. You know what I'm saying? Sound like you're trying to whitewash that shit. Maybe not you, but somebody in your family trying to erase your Santos. Anyway. (laughs) That still cracks me up. I don't care what y'all say. Beto O'Rourke cracks me up. I don't care what y'all. Were well, you trying to Latin it up? You, uh, I don't know. We've talked about this before. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. He's doing a Trump impression. He's just doing it without the assholateness. Let me let me make a comparison. If you guys know the Rivian, the trucks, the electric trucks, they're dope. On the inside, oh my gosh, they're it's a luxury ride. It's like it's like a Tesla on the inside. And it's like, so it's it's all the luxuries of Tesla without the Elon. You know what I'm saying? Rivian's yeah, Rivian the future. You you feel me? All the Tesla without the Elon. That's that's Rivian. DeSantos <laughs> is all the Trump without the Trump. You understand what I'm trying to say right now? And you could tell Trump sweating about him because he got a nickname. You understand what I'm saying? You trying to take this man out. You feel me? And what DeSantos did was an impression of Trump without tapping Trump. Like, listen, remember the how Fifty did Ja episode? I, I like I told y'all, man. I thought Marjorie Taylor Greene was gonna play make make a make a, make, a, make a play, but the, the 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 episode was about DeSantos. You feel me? Like that? <laughs> how Fifty did Ja. You understand? I'm, I'm wondering if it's happening. baby. my prediction coming right. You feel me? Now, what this means uh, about the Republican Party's future is, I mean, obviously there's a coming civil war happening. Like it's gonna happen between between them two. Like I, I mean, if I'm reading the teaser my intent is like, yo, this is this is this is, it's coming. You feel me? And this about the direction of the GLP because whatever they doing right now it's I don't know, it ain't working. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. Listen, no one was able to spike the ball. Democrat or Republican. Nobody was able Only people was able to spike the ball was the independents because they was like, I don't mess with none of y'all. So I'm looking for the least as many as you as possible. Like there's was actually kind of one in this situation. But. The 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 question is not so much. Are y'all going to move away from the fasciness from the from the. The, the the racist dog whistles because ain't nobody talking about maybe your talking points is trash. You know what I'm saying? What they talking about is like how we present ourselves. Is this a return to the old guard, like Rhino Republican? You know, which is Republican only in name. That's what Rhino mean is lame. But like, but basically, this idea of just civility and you know, small, like some, you know, the 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 you know republican nice you feel me where it's just like you're just nice you're approachable racist you <laughs> right or is it more like no it's the same bend towards authoritarian fascism just not as obnoxious about it i don't know i think that's coming next so so you tell me is is trump relevant what does relevant even mean do it even matter though cause when you got a fan base what difference does it make the politics This here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip, T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens executive produced by the one and only sophie lichterman for cool zone media and the theme music by the one and only gold tips gold tips dj sean p so y'all just remember listen every time you check in if you understand city living you understand politics we'll see y'all next week
2: part.